Hello everyone, welcome back to another exciting moment in the presence of God. Ah, I'm so excited to be doing this again. It's been a very long while and I hope you are doing great. I hope your spiritual life has been, you know, growing. I hope you are growing in every other aspect of your life. Anyways, right, I know you may be wondering, why have you been off? Why are you not sending us, you know, broadcast messages? Why are you not recording? What's happening? So, um, I traveled, so I, had not, I was not around, and I didn't travel to a place where it was going to be comfortable for me to record. And also, most of the recordings I do, in fact, all of the recordings I do, are based on what the Lord wants me to do. So, I, I, where I traveled to, I didn't receive any instruction, per se, to put out anything. So, I was off throughout the period. But, you know, when I got back, you know, I, I've been back for a while anyways, but I just received, I recently received instructions to put this out. That's why we're doing this. So, um, what we're going to be doing today is, is a bit personal. You know, I'm going to be sharing something personal, but also for the adm- advancement of the kingdom. Right? So... I would like you to open up your heart to receive. If what we're going to be talking about does not apply to you, you might know someone it applies to. You might know a friend, you might know a family member, a church member that it applies to. So please, don't hurt this information. Share it out everywhere so that people that need this, they would be able to benefit from it. Okay, so um, I'm going to be talking about how the Lord delivered me from masturbation right how the lord helped me out of it i know some of us have watched a lot of things online about how the lord delivered certain people and all of that but i need you to listen to this one because you'll probably be hearing something you've never heard before okay and i'm not talking from a place of um i'm not talking from a place of someone that didn't struggle because my god if they are giving degrees for this thing, maybe I'll have collected a PhD or you know, minimal masters, anyways. But God delivered me from it. So no matter how far you think you've gone, if you have been battling with it for three years, the Lord can still deliver you because I battled with it for five years. Yeah, five years. So the Lord, if the Lord can deliver me, then He can deliver you. No matter how long you think you've been buried in this thing. So, um, masturbation is not the only addiction people struggle with. You know, people struggle with drinking, smoking, uh, sex. Some people are sex addicts, you know. Some people struggle with, you know, um, eating. Some people don't know how to stop eating. It's, there are things you should watch. Some people don't know how to stop eating, right? So, these are, there are series of addictions that people struggle with i mean before i met christ i used to smoke and i used to drink like there was a period in my life where i could not you know go to bed without drinking so i was practically an alcoholic at that time but when i met christ right all of those urges the urges to drink to smoke it went it left miraculously right but the addiction 
well i didn't take note of it the addiction to masturbation i didn't take note of it because i mean after i met christ i was i was in awe of how god could rescue someone like me and i really loved god i still love god hey but you know i was still in that face of oh my god the lord saved me a whole me me that i've done this and done that you know so i was always you know in the presence of god i was always doing the things of god i still do those things please but i was still in i'd not yet come out of that shock of god saved me right so as i was in that face for like three months i never even remember that i used to masturbate like it's i never remembered till i think after the third month if i'm correct I started slowly going back into it. Now, I'm saying this so you know that the devil is not someone that just lets go. Okay, don't think that, oh, because you, you have given your life to Christ, the devil will just say bye-bye to you. No. He's going to come back and test you with those things that you really enjoyed doing when you were in the world. So, if you were in the world and you really loved to go clubbing, for the first one year of your salvation, you know, for the first six months of meeting Christ, nobody might send you, an, send you an invite, you know, to come to the club. But suddenly, you just see that after like six months, three friends at the same time will send you an invite to say, have fun, and let's, my guy, let's just, eh, even though you're a Christian, there's nothing wrong with it now, this and that. And then you'll be, you'll now, that, you'll now be, you know, faced with confusion because you you start to now question oh should i do this should i not do it oh as a christian is there, is there anything wrong with me doing this you know you you now start feeling like oh maybe i should just do it once and all that so that is when the devil comes to test your salvation the devil will always test your salvation the devil always wants to know did you really leave me for the kingdom of god okay let me throw this in maybe let me see if you come back to my side so as for me the devil came back with this masturbation came to check if if indeed you say you, you have crossed over let's see if you you've actually really crossed over and then slowly i started going back into it but when i realized you know there's always a knowing that brings you back to your senses so when i knew that ah this thing i'm doing is actually not right i immediately saw it as a red flag and saw it as a problem I tagged it a problem. You know, I used to have this, <laughs> I don't call it wall of fame. <laughs> I've taken it down anyways. But I have this place in my room where I put sticky notes. I have like a board where I just put sticky notes on things and I'm addressing and praying about. I've taken it down because there were some things there that the Lord has addressed. So I need to make a new one. And then I put it there boldly, addressing this masturbation. I put it, I, you know, I put it on the wall so that anytime when I wake up, you know the way people have vision board and when they wake up, they read their vision to themselves. Me, I was waking up to read this problem and say, you this problem, the Lord will deliver me from you. I was doing that every morning. I fasted, I prayed, I cried to God about it. I started watching YouTube videos on testimonies of how God saved so many people, P. Daniels, uh, Shade Daini. I was just watching here and there. I was, oh God, you guys, you know, I was traumatized. <laughs> I really wanted to leave this thing, you know. I was, I was desperate. I know, you say, desperate things calls for desperate measures. I was just, you know, I really wanted to stop. 
So I kept when I watch all these people videos, they say, make sure you tell someone. I told my mom, I told my spiritual father, I told one of my covenant sisters. These people were okay. If you feel the urge, call me. If you anything, just call us. This and that. All these things, as good as they sounded, they were not helping me. And then I was wondering, ah, if all these people that did these YouTube videos, if this what helped them, why why is, why am I not being helped? I listened to Pastor Tommy at the sound once that even she said that immediately she finished masturbating, she would stand up and instead of her to feel bad, not like she didn't feel bad, but instead of her to be down, she would stand up and start you know praying loudly like as if she's fighting with someone. And that was one of the ways the Lord helped her out of it. I took that part again. If I fall, I will rise up again and start saying, proclaiming and righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> God. Oh, Jesus. I went through a lot. Guys, I went through a lot. I did a lot of things. I also heard of God's guilt. You know how you channel your guilt into feeling remorse instead of feeling guilty, guilty. So, I started channeling my guilt to repentance instead of guilt, guilt. I was... Or more, I did a lot, but you guys guess what? It was like the more I was trying to do, put in all these measures and do all these things, all these people said, the more I was getting worse. Like it was like ah, it was getting worse, and I was, in fact, I was tired, and then I started to fall out of fellowship with God because I mean, I started to feel filthy, like the urges even started coming more when i wanted to read my bible or pray so i even concluded at the time that you know what if the urges will come when i want to study the word and when i want to pray i'd rather not study the word and pray so i started living my life like you know a church goer and maybe i I attend i I was attending programs once in a while so it's not look like oh i'm no longer a christian but i was falling out of fellowship with god and I will, my secret place was dry and I didn't like that then after a while guys you know I, I can't really say what happened during this while I'm talking about but after a while much later I, I started to notice that the urges no longer came like I started to feel the way I felt when I first met Christ like okay so I took note of it and then after a while of taking note of the fact that there were no urges. I started to see that the urges were actually coming, but I was able to fight it. I was able to resist those urges. So one day I, you know, purposely, that whole day, the whole thing I was doing was just thanking God for delivering me because at that time I could confirm that I was delivered. Like, there's no, I don't know, the fact that I could fight these urges not once, not twice, not thrice, I already knew that, oh, my deliverance had come and it. I was already working in it. So I dedicated one day to just thanking God that, oh, God, I thank you because you've delivered me from this thing. You know, I was thanking God about it. And there, and here's what the Holy Spirit said, said to me. So and these are the things that helped me. Apart from the other measures I took, of course, those other measures work. You know, listening to people to know how God saved them. You know, practicing God's guilt where you channel your guilt into being remorseful rather than being guilty and feeling filthy no you channel your guilt into being remorseful you know telling someone a trusted spiritual person that can help you and direct you in the way of god 
and you know praying fasting i did all those things of course there are also ways to come out of it but here's what really helped me the holy spirit told me you know took me to second corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 so let me just quickly read it for you it says but we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the lord see there's you know there's someone that i listen to and she has really blessed my life we can also start listening to her minister Abiyojomu. she always tells us anytime we gather and meet she's she always te- tells us that you become what you behold see so if you you are beholding something that is not the glory of god if you are building something that is not god if you are building something that is not jesus you are becoming that thing right so i realized that throughout those periods of my struggle i was so focused on the addiction than the person that would help me out of it like my gaze was fixed on oh masturbation each time i woke up after i finished my my morning prayers when i'm about to you know leave the house i always pray and say lord i will not fall into this thing of masturbation in jesus name like i was always adding it to all my prayer points it was like that was the only thing i was even praying about practically for a while so my eyes my gaze was on that addiction it was not on the person that would deliver me from it and if you look at mark chapter 4 verse verses 35 to 41 that speaks about how jesus calmed the storm you realize that the disciples had the king of kings the ancient of days you know the rose of sharon the little valley everything they had him in their boats but they were still focused on the storm so much so that their fear became their fear increased by the mean by how long they focused on that storm i don't know if you understand what i just said but the longer they focused on the storm the more their fear grew because they kept seeing the problem they were not seeing the one that could calm the storm right so i mean i really believe that if their gazes were fixed on jesus even as he was sleeping if they were looking at him and watching him sleep their fear won't have been so much fear won't have gripped them to that extent so where the way god jesus christ to say oh can't you see that we'll soon die i'll be after you they sleep you know she say we won't die you know so it's because they were focusing on the problem they were focusing on the storm and also here's another thing that helps me the study of the word you know people that know me they know that i'm a prayer person i like to pray <laughs> god i really love to pray i also love to study the word but i i think at that period of my life i was praying more than study because i felt like prayer was what was going to bring me out of this like if i keep praying praying speaking in tongues you know binding the devil and all of that was what was what was going to bring me out of it but i realized that the bible also even says it says the word of god is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the earth you find that in hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 right the word of god is sharper than it any two-edged sword if you have ever seen a sword you know that a sword is not like a cutlass like your cutlass is only you know sharp one edge one edge of your cutlass is sharp one edge of your knife is sharp but for a sword both edges are sharp and when you strike it on something it pierces it it cuts it but it says the bible is sharper than it it is quick and powerful so it means see 
there's one thing I learned. If you need a quick remedy to anything in this life, just study the word. Give yourself to the study of the word. See, masturbation and any other addictions are battles of the mind first. And it's only the word of God that will be able to win that battle quickly. And you know, with so much, you you won't even believe yourself. You won't even believe your eyes. So, if you are struggling with any other addiction, like I mentioned, I used to smoke, I used to drink before I met Christ. Although those ones, the Lord just miraculously took it, took away the urges, right? The Lord just, I just realized that when I'm in a gathering where they are smoking, I'm not really enticed. I'm, I don't feel like, oh, I must smoke. If I don't smoke, and I start feeling uneasy and all of that, no. I don't really feel enticed by those things again. But the addiction, you know, didn't go. So I had to by myself, with the help of the Holy Ghost, work on coming out of that. And I realized focusing on the problem never helps you to come out of the problem because you become what you behold. You become what you focus on. You become what you fix your gaze on. The Bible says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Your eyes must always be on him. Your eyes must always be on him. To come out of anything, your eyes must be on it. And you ever wonder why after Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, it was the word that drove the devil away. Imagine someone that has fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights. Me, myself, if I even do prayers, 12 hours prayer charge, anytime I'm coming out, I'm always feeling like, whoa, any devil that comes to me like this, we go fight, I go finish you. But guess what? The devil saw someone that fasted and prayed for 40 days and still came to him. And what drove him away was not that, oh, this man fasted, so let me leave. It was the word. So, you, you know, you don't have, you should never underestimate the power in the word of God, right? I'm not disregarding praying, I'm not disregarding fasting because I did these things. But the word of God, giving so much energy, the energy you are giving to, to praying that makes you do three hours at a stretch. You should give that same energy to the study of the word. When you'll be able to sit down for three hours and all you are doing is studying the word. All you are doing is sitting down and taking it, soaking yourself in the word of God, it's going to really help you break out from whatever addictions you think you are, you are struggling with, right? So here's the summary of today's episode. As you reach out to a trusted spiritual person, as you pray, as you fast about overcoming your addictions, don't forget to fix your gaze on the deliverer. Don't forget to fix your gaze on Jesus Christ. The Bible says that they will call him Jesus for he will deliver the people. See, don't forget to fix your gaze on Jesus because he's ever willing to deliver you. But you have to fix your gaze on him. Look at the, the Israelites in the wilderness. They had to look at this pole with the serpent for them to be saved from the real serpents that were, you know, that were, that were biting them. Do you know how that thing worked? I don't want to do so much preaching, but here's what happened. The Lord have helped, had them look at something that didn't exist. A snake that was carved with hands. And then they'll look at it that is already nailed to a cross, nailed on a pole. So the snake was already defeated. So because they already had the mindset that the serpent that was on the pole that they were looking at was defeated, it started to play out in the physical that the serpents that were around them became defeated. And even if those serpents were in court biting them, 
they in their heart already knew that this serpent is defeated so they did not die that was one of the things that helped them out of those things so fix your gaze on jesus and know that he has already defeated this thing you are struggling with you know look at he's the only one that can deliver you cannot help yourself if you are trying to help yourself you are wasting your time if you are trying to help yourself you are wasting your time and don't forget to always study the word of god you can never go wrong when you study the word of god study it so kinetically becomes your 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 victory becomes conscious and your realization until you begin to work in in the manifestation of what you read read it and read it like your life depends on it and if you're listening to me and you're actually struggling with any addiction i pray that the lord actually helps you to understand what you just heard and helps you to fix your gaze on him and help you to stop thinking of how you will bring yourself out of it because you cannot even bring yourself out of it i pray that the lord helps you to fix your gaze on him the one that is able to deliver you from this thing and help you to come out of it victoriously like you'll be able to share your testimony and say oh few years ago i was struggling with this thing but the lord helped me that would be your story that yes the lord helped you out of this thing and if you're listening to me you're not struggling with any addiction and you know someone's struggling with any addiction please send this this audio to them this link to them and let them also listen and see that god can actually deliver them from whatever things they are struggling with i pray that god helps everyone out there that is struggling with one thing or another and helps them to come out of it victoriously in jesus name if you listen this fire the real mvp Thank you so much for staying tuned. See you when next the Lord has a word for you. Bye.